0: Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner.
1: Michael Tanner, Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing this week, sir? And I'm doing all right, Stephen. Uh, here in Atlanta, this past week, we've survived a few of our springtime thunderstorms oh. and even tornadoes, and we even had a thunderstorm blow through earlier today and brought the cold weather. It is now 61 degrees 61 here in degrees. Atlanta. Yes, 61 degrees. Yeah, good. Big 86 there in Phoenix. 86 it? Wow.
0: degrees. Wait a minute. Yep, it's sunny. Yes, and uh, I was looking at the next 10 days and starting on, let me see, starting on Wednesday all the way through Monday, it's going to be either 90 or higher. It's going to be 95 on Saturday
1: next week.
0: Wow. So, so you guys uh, will yeah. hit the
1: triple digits here pretty soon. Though. It's a little
0: early. We normally hit triple digits, I'd say. We could we could hit it maybe in May, um, but it's a little early right now. But you know, yeah. you never yeah. know. You never know. I did hear and see a lot of tornadoes in the, in Alabama. I used to live in Anniston, Alabama right. with Honeywell, and I know Birmingham had a lot of tornadoes. So did you, did you guys get impacted by the tornadoes?
1: So we didn't directly hear it at my home, but uh, some of the part of my, the county that I live in mm. did. So about 15 miles north of here, it sounds like the same tornado that Kind of came through Alabama across the state line and came through uh, no, just north of us, about 15, 20 miles north of us. Um, and uh, yeah, there's some pretty significant damage done. I, I yeah. think I heard the report that in Alabama and Georgia, there were eight fatalities wow. as a part of the tornadoes. Uh, but this, this is a, this part of Georgia, this time of year, I, I mean, a, a tor- uh, not a tornado, but a thunderstorm can pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. And then those can turn into tornadoes as well. So we deal with this every spring.
0: Yeah, I know living in Alabama myself, it was an annual thing, uh, I think, in the spring. And then maybe again in the fall, there were these tornado kind of seasons. And I remember having the weather radio next to my bed and having yeah. the emergency channel on. And it would pop up. And we had a basement. And sometimes we'd have to run to the basement. But, right. yeah, it's crazy. We don't have uh, tornadoes in Arizona, not that I'm aware of. we do have monsoons. we have dust storms. we have uh, yeah. kind of weird things there, but all in all, I love living in Arizona, my friend, I love it. yeah, because it's a dry heat. Oh, it's so a dry <laughs> heat. yeah <laughs> it's good. what What's on the docket for today?
1: Hey, so I thought we'd share with our audience a bit of a revelation that I feel like I've had over the last uh, week and uh, I share with you before we hit the record button. I wanted to share this concept with you and maybe get some thoughts and some feedback on it. Almost in a mastermind setting, I I told you I felt like I was cheating a little bit and getting a, you know, a mastermind hot seat moment here uh, when it, you know, when it's not my turn, Uh, but uh, wanted to share, I'm calling it an anchoring concept, a a revelation I feel like I had this this past week. And uh, as it relates to, something to anchor all of my leadership teaching around. You know, we've talked on the, on the podcast a number of times where, especially this year, I'm really focused on workshops and uh, offering workshops to teams for the purpose of team building. Maybe it's like team trust, but also offering workshops around leadership to increase leadership with a team. Uh, I'm currently doing a, a leadership workshop with a project management group that's going really well. But even though I was doing that, I never felt like I had a centralized theme, if you will, or an anchoring concept to build all of that workshop teaching around. And I always felt like that was missing. And this week, I really feel like I've had a revelation, and and now I have that. We'll talk a little bit about it. I'm not going to get into the math of it all and, and everything, and, and try to confuse our audience. Uh, but I feel like I've built a leadership equation where by which you can measure someone's leadership effectiveness. Uh, And if we, as you know, if we can measure something, then we can do things to improve it. And then we can remeasure and see that improvement. So I feel like finally I've got this anchoring concept around which I can uh, sell and continue to teach my leadership workshops. And so I'm excited about that and kind of wanted to share that with you and get your thoughts on it. How's that sound?
0: Yeah, it sounds good. It's almost like this epiphany that, that happens. And, What I know, we talked about this a little bit uh, earlier today, and what I do know is that you've done the trust workshops, you've done individual coaching, you do uh, another podcast around leadership. So leadership is your thing, and as you figure out this online business stuff that you and I are progressing down, trying to find and working to find kind of, and and you referred to it as an anchor, and and I like that. I like that reference. And and the way that you've put together your products and services makes a lot of sense. I mean, you're, you're going down a path. You stay true to who you are. You stay true to the leadership concepts that you teach. But I think when you, but what I think about this is when you shared it with me, what it does in the way you described it is it really puts in the, and I refer to it kind of a, a hub of a wheel, right? You have mm-hmm. this, you have this, this core concept that is at the center of your ecosystem, of your world, and it's unique to you. It's not just a regurgitation of someone else's stuff. It's right. it's your view. It's unique to you, incredible leaders, and it gives you this jumping off point to create products, services, workshops, coaching, all of the things that fit Around this hub that is really only limited by your imagination and kind of the season of of life and business that you're in. So I really like the concept. I want to hear more about it. I want to hear, you know, the the idea of this, what you mm-hmm. think it will uh do for your business, how how it can help you create products and service. I love it. So let's
1: do it. Yeah. yeah so so as I was saying, I mean, I, I've I've been at this now for how long we've been doing this, Stephen. two years or a little more than two years. And, and here in 21, 2021, I mean, really focused on the workshops, but you know, me and you know, I'm not a salesman and you know from our mastermind groups and all that I've shared with you guys that, man, I really feel like I'm struggling with sales. I'm, I feel like I'm struggling with a message that I can go and share with people. And part of that struggle in my mind, anyway, I believe is, that I didn't have this anchoring concept to go and sell to teams or to executives or maybe to HR directors for leadership development in their in their firms uh, I didn't have this this centralized concept that I could share all I had was the fact that I teach that leadership is about relationship and that you have to have the right motives for wanting to be a leader and that you've got to build credibility as a leader and you've got to be uh, build competence as a leader and so All I really had was, I'm going to teach leadership development to your team or to your team members. And here are the concepts that I'm going to teach. That was really all I had. Well, I've discovered now, and I told you, I got this actually from a book called, uh, oh my goodness, uh, The Trusted Advisor. Um, And in that book, I can't remember the name of the author, but the book is called The Trusted Advisor. And in that book, it has a trust equation. And I've shared this with you before in a, in a workshop, in, uh, in our trust workshop, but it, it had an, a, an equation, and I'm a math science guy, I'm a computer science guy, and so I, I, when you give me a, an equation, I, that's right up my alley, because then I know I can measure something. Well, this past week, the, the epiphany, as you said, hit me, this revelation hit me that, well, okay. Why don't I just create a leadership equation? Much like those authors created a trust equation, why don't I create a leadership equation? And I got to thinking through that and I, you know, I got my pen out and my notebook and I started writing and I started thinking and it just makes sense. That all of those concepts that I already teach about leadership, how would I fashion those in an equation such that I could measure your leadership effectiveness? now i would do that through an assessment of sorts right so some type of questionnaire that your team members as their leader would would complete and when they complete that then it would go into this equation that then gives you a score now as we talked about as i said earlier now that i have a score of my leadership effectiveness and i can i can you know read books i can take workshops from credible leaders I can do all these things to increase my leadership. Then I can reassess. I can do the evaluation again. The equation is going to spit out a different number this time, likely to be higher. And so now I can see my leadership growing uh, because I can now measure it. So now I feel like I have this anchoring concept that I can go to, say, an HR director and say, okay, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to measure the effectiveness of your leaders. And then I'm going to teach these concepts. That's custom to the score that they have in this leadership equation. And then we're going to remeasure and we're going to see the progress. Now I feel like I have something to sell. Now that's not going to make me a super confident salesman. I assure you of that. But at least now I feel like I have some, some centralized theme or some anchoring concept that I can sell and sell these workshops in it. So that's, that's kind of the concept behind it and what I feel like it's doing for me.
0: Yeah, the more value you bring and the more clarity you have around what you offer, I think the better salesman you'll become. I think, sure. right? Because sure. you you have you have substance behind the the pitch, the sale, the offer. And what I like about it is the fact that it's measurable. Now, maybe everyone doesn't think like us, but if you right. can baseline something and you can give it a, a number or a level or an outcome, and then you can work on those things that have scored maybe lower, what you mm-hmm. can do is determine if you're getting better or worse against the baseline. And and to me, that's, that's key. So it doesn't have to be the perfect formula. What it does have to do is... is Give you an outcome that you can clearly understand and recognize uh, what that means and where there may be gaps, and then your teachings and workshops and and courses and coaching can then improve different leaders in those specific gaps. Whether that's an individual, whether that's mm-hmm. a team, whether that's uh, a, a company, whether that's uh, anything, it, it's it gives you this point. Of the starting point that you know where you're at, you know what's holding you back, you know now what products to create and offer because the Mm -hmm. gaps will point you into those directions, and then you can take all of that information and then make an offer, make a pitch to increase the level of leadership effectiveness. So, if Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things I think about is is you know what what do people need or want to be at for it to to be effective and and does the organization is the organization trying to achieve a certain level is it trying to grow there are so many possibilities I think out of this Mm -hmm. model that it'll be hard for a guy like me I'd try to do all of them by like Monday night right yeah so I'd have them all figured out and I'd go crazy and uh i wouldn't focus on one or two and that's where i really struggle but if you right. do it the right way and you start the right way you could really begin to add tremendous value that is more importantly clear and understood by the people that would potentially benefit from this so i know i think that's a great anchoring starting point of which to run your business around
1: yeah and and i like the fact that i feel like it it starts to answer the question that a lot of people when they're considering leadership development are struggling with. And that is, well, how do I even measure leadership? How do I even know if I currently have a leadership problem? How do I, how do I put some kind of unit of measure on it to say it's poor or it's low or something like that? But then most, but then secondly to that, maybe is so if I do go and I invest in some type of workshop with you, How am I going to know at the end of that workshop or soon after that workshop that leadership is better, right? So it's, for me, it's really for my potential clients, it's answering two really troubling questions that they have. First of all, how do I even measure leadership? And then secondly, how will I know as a result of the investment in this workshop that my leadership has increased or it's better, it's more effective, and that's what I like about having a, an equation that we can measure at the beginning and then we can measure at the end. And this is not an equation I just kind of made up, you know, out of thin air. This is an equation that is built upon those concepts of leadership that I've learned in my past, uh, utilized in my past, taught in my past as well. Right? Again, all four elements of the equation are currently a part of my leadership workshop. Those are credibility, competence, motive, and relationship. And all I needed to do was formulate those into an equation. Uh, Again, this is my mathematical mind uh, running wild here. I just had to put those in the form of equation that represents the significance of each of those elements. For instance, I'm not going to get into the math too much, but the equation has... Credibility and competence in, in the top of a fraction, right? And the denominator of that fraction is motive. And I purposely put motive in the bottom because if your motives are questioned by your team members, it impacts your leadership effectiveness tremendously. Right. It's, so it's not a, it's not a subtraction from your leadership score, it's a divisor in your leadership scores, right? So if your team doesn't trust you, for instance, if your team is always questioning your motives for making a decision, that's a really, really big impact to your leadership effectiveness. So that's why that part of the equation, it's in in the denominator. But then you hear me say it all the time. Leadership is about relationship. And so uh, the relationship aspect of this equation is a multiplier. So maybe I'm really struggling with competence or credibility. Maybe those elements I'm struggling with. However, I have a really, really good relationship with all of my team members. That relationship can make up for the fact that you lack in some competence or you lack in some credibility. And so that's why the relationship is a multiplier in this equation. And so it's not, as I said, it's not just an equation I just made up. It's built around all the concepts that I've been teaching for all these years. But now, again, finally, I can build something here that we can measure and answer those two critical questions from my clients.
0: Yeah, and so many people talk about leadership in the in the context of, uh, you know, how, how do I become a good leader? Well, you know, you just uh, treat people right, and you do this, and you do these four things. And it, it's it's kind of this unicorn out there that you you, mm-hmm. you don't really understand or know how to achieve it. But if you know where you are and you can put a value on that and agree conceptually that mm-hmm. important components of leadership are credibility, competence, motive, and relationship. And I don't think any right-minded person or leader could argue that those make a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. If, if now we can put a system, a systematized process around it, which is what it feels like you're working to do, this system now takes this abstract view of leadership and brings it into a very purposeful way to think about leadership and to, to your point, measure leadership and more importantly than all of that because i think generically most people are probably south of average on on leadership capability mm-hmm. they're probably poor overall cuz being a good leader is hard and right. and the really great leaders make it look so easy but we know it's very hard it's very hard to be a a, a good leader a great leader and now that We have identified and you have identified and described the core elements of the leadership equation. We now have a chance to measure to your point and identify where we may be weaker in some areas than the others. So all of this combined could be maybe a little confusing, but when you start breaking it down, credibility, what does credibility look like? What does competence look like? What are motives? How do we look at motive and, and discern Differences in motive and then relationship, the level, the different levels in relationship. And, but now you break it down. Now, those components become so much easier to wrap your arms around, knowing Mm -hmm. that if you get all four of these components correct or better than what you've been in the past, your leadership effectiveness is going to continue to improve, not overnight, but. But over time, with experience and understanding, where you need to focus some of your learning and development efforts. So that, to me, is the winning combination of of really. It, it's a very simple thing to me. You are bringing clarity to how to get better leadership effectiveness with your team, which is to me is it's kind of you know you're always reaching out trying to grab grab that, and it's just out of reach, and you're just trying to reach it, and I think this puts it more into reach and really puts more into focus.
1: Yeah, you know, for me, I, I think what it does, it, it, it takes a concept that has always been rather subjective. Right? What is leadership, and how do you measure it? What does it really mean? And it makes it more objective, right? Because again, with these four elements and putting them in an equation, then I can give you a hard number, and that number, it's it's an objective number. There's no subjectivity to it at, at all. And then if you improve those elements of leadership, one or all of those elements of leadership, that number is going to improve. And again, that's a, an ob- objective observation. There's no subjectivity into that whatsoever. You can see the fact that you are, um, you know, that you're improving. And. You know, you mentioned something to me earlier before we hit record, and and I know I have to be careful with this. I have that mathematical mind, but not everyone does. And so I have to be careful. I don't want to get into the minutiae of this equation and the denominator and the multiplier. And I don't, I don't want to get into all of that with my potential clients. Now, if they want to understand the equation, I'm happy to explain that. But what I want to show is in a very objective way i can score your current leadership effectiveness and then we can have the necessary workshop based on those results and then i can show you the improvement at the end of that workshop or, or in the future right when you're doing the work right so i i'm just making taking a, a subjective concept making it objective and removing a lot of the i believe some of the questions that clients will have before they enter into a workshop.
0: Yeah, perfect. I and I think it absolutely articulates if nothing else, logic. It's logical. It's right. it's right. it's like, oh, do I need a trust workshop? Do I need a do I need a, a workshop around relationships? Do I need a well, if nothing else, it brings a level of logic and intentionality to mm-hmm. what you're offering because you go in with a catalog of of stuff, where do you start? Well, if you can identify where you're at, you can then take away 98% of your catalog and say, here are two Mm -hmm. things that are going to work on the biggest gaps that we've identified. And back to the way you've described this formula, you know, it could be highly mathematical. You can turn it into a a statistics problem, but, but the reality is, as a leader, uh, if I have a team and I'm leading a team of, of leaders, and I look at these four, Elements, credibility, competence, motive, and relationship. And if nothing else, if nothing else, I can get my team through a workshop or through a course or something to just start thinking about each one of these. Because Mm -hmm. more than likely, people go on about their day, get distracted, meander through life, and these things don't come up in their head because they're too busy tamping out fires yeah. but if we can just force the conversation and and plant the seeds in their minds around credibility and the impact and influence on leadership competence and the impact and mm-hmm. influence on leadership relationship motive the same thing impact and influence on leadership now it forces into the mind these concepts these ideas around leadership and then you will naturally begin to become more effective, begin to get better because now these seeds are planted and your workshops are the fertilizer and water, which makes them explode exponentially and increase the level of effectiveness with leadership. So I love the way that there's an intentional outcome that this could drive a a group to. And then there's the unintentional outcome, which is really intentional subconsciously as you're planting the seeds of these four ideas that f- yep. that people just you can't stop thinking about it because you've it, it's kind of like if um you can't unsee something right you can't yeah. unsee <laughs> it and right. you can't unhear it and it's it's just something like those those songs that get into your head and you just can't get that tune out of your head done properly and done with the right amount of repetitiveness these can become seeds that plant the future of leadership within a team or organization. I love that.
1: Yeah, you know, as I've said, I really feel like it takes some objections away from my, my potential clients on entering into workshops and things like that. But there's also an element of this that really helps me as well. And I, I believe will help my my sales confidence as well. You and I are both of, the, of kindred spirit where a lot of times our biggest worry as we offer something out there especially offering it out there for some type of payment is, are we delivering value to that person? That person has been willing to pay me and am I giving them value? And when I teach leadership and I just teach these, these four concepts, then I I feel like I am. I feel like I'm, I'm really giving them uh, value, but honestly I struggle sometimes with the confidence that I could measure that. Well, now I feel like I, i'm I'm certain that I can give you value because when we do the when we utilize the the leadership equation at the beginning of a workshop, and I recognize through the results of your equation that you're struggling in relationship, that's where I'm going to focus the majority of the workshop. Yeah, I'm going to hit these other concepts, but I'm really going to help you work on relationship. One, because it's a very, very important part of the equation. But two, that's that's an area where you're struggling. Whereas before I just taught you all four concepts kind of equally, right? But now I can really customize and hone in on the area of the equation that you or your teams, your team members are are struggling with and bring the greatest amount of value, i.e., the better score in the leadership equation at the end of that. So it's really helped me in in confidence also in being able to aden- identify the value that I can bring to my to my clients.
0: Yeah, I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it's a great anchor. I think it's going to help you sell what you offer so much easier because there's a plan and a purpose. It's not a one-off. It's not a one-off kind of trust workshop and those are great. I mean, I've I've sat through those. Those are phenomenal. But when you can anchor that to a longer-term process of becoming more effective as a leader, I think it now just adds that additional value. And now since we're talking about online business, it adds additional, I'm going to do a little kiss there, additional <laughs> right. zero or two onto the sales price because you're bringing so much value and clarity to the team. And if, if, teams, if teams could go through a process where they could understand where they're at, they can work on those gaps and weaknesses and make them stronger and then prove that out at the end or through this evolution of training and, and content that they've improved that's, that's very valuable. And I think that's something in in yeah. today's world where you have a lot of, a lot of turmoil in organizations, a lot of firefighting, a lot of trying to um, do more with less. If you can impr- improve or increase uh, leadership effectiveness by 10, 15, 20%, you're, mm-hmm. you're making a huge difference on the business. And, and frankly, on the bottom line, because you're able that's to right. do so much more, uh, just so much more effectively. It's, It's incredible. So, and then I know from an online business standpoint, our great and good friend, Heather, that's in our mastermind, she, Mm -hmm. you know, we're talking a little bit of a mastermind here that you brought up. She can really pour into you from a standpoint because she's a survey expert, right? Correct. She is a survey. Now she's... Now she's in the mastermind because uh, she's a lot smarter than we are. I can, exactly. I can just tell you that right now. I, mean no, yes. I mean, no offense to you. No offense to you, but I know she's smarter than you, and I Uh-oh. darn sure know she's smarter than me. So absolutely uh, by yes. a lot. But uh, she's a she's a great resource, and again, masterminds. You've got to you've got to be in a group with people that can bring different perspectives, and yep. her perspective fits right into this. And and I'm I'm excited about about the possibilities of what this could do from a business focus standpoint and really honing into how you make this a core offer, a core component of how you run your business. To me, that is really exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about the, I called it a revelation I had earlier this week, and I'm excited about it too. Now, I'm not in any way putting myself in the ranks of some of my business heroes that I'll mention here. But I just know, for instance, Pat Lencioni, right? He he started with the five dysfunctions of a team. And that was a concept that he had created in the midst of teaching teamwork and so forth. And it, it later, of course, got put together as a book. Uh, but he had that anchoring concept that those five dysfunctions of a team. And then you take like, John Maxwell in teaching leadership. And he had these anchoring concepts of, what he called the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. And he taught that time and time and time again. And then after a while, it became a book. And then he moved on to the five levels of leadership and he taught that and he taught that. And then after a while, it became a book. And so these guys, again, they had this anchoring concept by which they did all their work, their their teachings and their workshops and all that. And then they eventually made a book out of it. And so now I feel like, I have that, I have that, that anchoring concept that I can build everything around. And maybe one day I write a book, I don't know, but at least now I have that, that central theme to build everything around. So I, I'm excited about that as well. And, um, uh, you know, you, you and I've talked about how this podcast and just saying these things out loud is therapeutic and all. Yeah, I'm even more excited about it now. My sales confidence is boosted. Uh, now it may go away. The first <laughs> opportunity I have to sell Uh, but it's just energizing, right? The the fact that I feel like I have a foundation, right? And when you're standing on a good foundation, it's a positive thing. Yeah. And, and you've sold a couple of, you've
0: sold a few workshops, right? You're doing workshops and, and, and these aren't low ticket events, you know, and it's not Tony Robbins money, but companies are investing in their people and you've demonstrated an ability to bring value and, you're selling that, and I think it's yep. great. So people better get on board with the Michael Tanner Express before yes. he turns into Tony Robbins <laughs> right. and hops around right. the stage and keeps people to 11 p.m. at night and do all these things that Tony does. I don't ever see you going explicit <laughs> like Tony, though. I well, don't ever see that.
1: There won't be any firewalking either <laughs> in any of my workshops. I can I almost guarantee that. But, but,
0: you know, and seriously, though, you can't afford Tony Robbins. Most companies can't afford Tony Robbins to work with small teams. That's not going to happen. But you can work with the Michael Tanners of the world because the Michael Tanners of the world are no less valuable than Tony Robbins. They just bring it a different way and a different right. perspective and do it in a much more personal, direct relationship way and that you would never have with a big-name influencer like a Tony Robbins. So uh, I know I'm going to take advantage. I told, I, I think I said this before we recorded, not as we were recording, but I'm glad I know you now. Yes. Because yes. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure two, three, four, five years from now, you'll even talk to me. So I'm glad. Don't worry, friend. I will <laughs> okay. always
1: answer your call. You know that.
0: But the you moral of the story here is take advantage of people like Michael who bring tons of experience mm-hmm. and value to the table that you can pipe into directly connect with in a way that um it's no less valuable than these big influencers out there you've just got to recognize uh you know that that Michael is the future you know Tony Robbins says that's my view right i would love to be zig Ziglar someday but i don't know i i got some work to do uh, we're we're well on our way man yeah. bring
1: uh, us home uh, we're on our way hey yeah so i'll do that so here's your call to action so you know maybe this message got lost in my excitement and my nerding out on on math and equations and all that but here's the message i want to send you with you and in, in our audience and in your call to action is even though you may feel like me you don't have that anchoring concept or that central theme that you can build everything around go get after it anyway right I, i've been teaching these four concepts of leadership and and yeah i've been kind of teaching them i won't call it haphazardly but Purposefully, but they didn't have any real formula around them, but I was still teaching them. And then when the revelation hit me, it was just a matter of put these four concepts together in an equation. So don't wait until you have this revelation that I had this past week. Just go out there, go, go sell your services, go sell your ideas, go sell your concepts, your products, whatever it is, and these foundational or these uh, anchoring concepts, as I'm calling it, they'll come eventually right and then you can hone in on that and and uh, just make what you do even better so don't wait get out there get after it and uh, and just do your thing grow your business and these concepts will come to you eventually so i hope that message didn't get lost in my mathematical nerdiness and and my excitement so uh, just get out there and get after it and uh, in terms of the podcast here, be sure you check out adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. This is episode number 77. So you'll find the show notes there. So adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. So until Steven and I speak to you again next week, go build your business. Get after it.